0: Let's go. Everybody come to hell.
1: Welcome to another episode of Forty Eight Shades of Football, Korea's premier uh, K League English language podcast.
0: Is yes, uh, indeed,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm joined by a very, very special guest, returning guest star Mark. Back, back by popular demand. You after a, did you do a, do a Harold Bishop and fell off some rocks <laughs> and disappeared for a month? Uh, I,
0: I I did a I did a, a guy from Dallas and popped out the shower. It was a dream. It was a dream. That's why I dropped a box of kimchi in my foot, because I was actually in the shower at the time.
1: <laughs> I often shower with kimchi. I'm not going to ask what you're doing. <laughs> is that like American pie? Yes. <laughs> <The laughs> Korean kimchi, though. <laughs> Fantastic.
0: It is indeed, yes. Yes, yeah, so I'm back uh,
1: after, your, after a hiatus. After your Pusan <coughs> vacation. Ve- ve- your Pusan vacation. Indeed, I yes. assume that's what the uh,
0: intro music was about. It is, yes. I went to Pusan uh, after after the last podcast and
1: <laughs> it's been four weeks since I could, I've been back on again. You get a septic henna tattoo or some afraid to come out in public with your dreads. <laughs> well, yeah. Talking about septic is a little bit kind of
0: controversial right now and, you know, after that, like, get on an apgajong, but anyway, we won't talk about that. But, yeah, so obviously Pusan vacation, but also talking about, well... This week did see the the second semi final of the of the FA Cup, which was held where? It was held in Busan. Wow, what in, a coincidence! In the Goodox Stadium, which is actually not that terrible a stadium, okay. To be honest, um, and yeah, I guess something happened, and maybe that's why the intro music is also uh, about Busan. Is that where you want to start tonight? I think that's a, as good a place as any to start. Okay, so I watched the whole game. I well, I watched the second half. <coughs>
1: It was a long night then.
0: It was a long night. So watched the second half. Uh, it finished uh, one each uh, after after 90 minutes. It was nil-nil at half time, right? No nil at half time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nothing much happened. Well, so basically, Suwon didn't start Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, so nothing really much happened to be perfectly honest in the first 45 minutes. And um, then they took the lead uh, through a Yom Hun penalty after Park Kyi Dong, did nothing really with it other than trying and run the ball out of play and uh, it hit Pusan player's arm and uh, they got the penalty after much varring around and then uh, penalty was converted yeah. uh, that was 2-1 leading with about 20 minutes left and then yeah. about 5 less than 10 minutes maybe 5 minutes later Pusan equalised okay. I believe it was yep. so then at that point um, Saw so decided to um, to bring on Jonathan with like five minutes left. Yeah. Um, so I guess he thought he would try and win it before extra time. Yeah. Um, Jonathan thought he won it in extra time when he volleyed. Scotty, I, I feel sorry for Scotty because he doesn't really get his numbers very well. He doesn't get lengths very well. I don't think. Right? <laughs> he said it was a thirty yarder. I, 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 maybe go with twenty two. Uh, but it was from just outside the box. Yeah. Um, ball came over, it was quite a bit outside the box actually, I guess. Ball came over, challenge went up between the Suwon player and the Poussin player. Ball broke to Jonathan, he volleyed it. Uh, Poussin keeper should have saved it anyway, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. It was not that, that. It was
1: swerving a little it was bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't particularly no. powerful or difficult. It
0: wasn't, wasn't enough to not get a full hand on. So ball's in the back of the net, everyone celebrates, like, Jonathan's running around crazy, I think he's got his top off again as he usually does, uh, and uh, literally about a minute I felt like later, uh, suddenly VAR was called for. Uh, I don't know who complained, I don't know if anyone complained, um, I don't know if they have to VAR every goal, I actually don't know what happened, but next thing it was pulled back and chopped off for a foul in the build up is what I believe
1: um, it was chopped off for. Yeah, there, there was a foul on the defender.
0: Uh, I didn't, I'll be honest, I, having watched the replay at the time four times, I didn't think it was enough to chop a goal off, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I, think it, I think it was two players challenging for a ball. I didn't really think it was, a, it wasn't an elbow, he wasn't holding he wasn't holding them down, he wasn't pulling his shirt. He, well, they both went
1: up. Where, where, uh, where I would disagree with you is that, in first glance, it looks like they're both jumping up to challenge for the ball. But when you look at this very slow-motion replay, you see the Suwon player is not looking at the ball at all. He just jumps into the Busan the defender.
0: Right. But how many times do we see that in modern football when it's never a foul, right? But those other times are wrong, right?
1: Just because it's not normally given.
0: I just felt it was a really harsh decision, to be perfectly honest. And I'm still not convinced that it's the kind of foul that would be given... Even fifty percent of the time, to be perfectly honest, I, I, I was really surprised when it was given. Um, <coughs> what erupted was just every one player going going crazy. Yep. Not quite FC so crazy as we're talking about when we get to the review of the super match. Yep. But so I ended up getting sent to the stand, yep. which, when to be honest, when you have got penalties coming up in eight and a half minutes, the last thing you want as a manager is to be sent to the stand, right? I get he was angry and he was upset, but he, he needs to keep his, he, a cool head at that point. Um, so obviously goal was chopped off, back to 1-H. Um, we're heading to penalties. I texted the Phantom and I said, if this goes to penalties, uh, push on over it, because none of these 2-1 players have in the right frame of mind uh, if we taking penalties. And I think I was quite right. If you look at the 2-1 penalties, even Jonathan's, it was a good penalty, but he was so incensed at everything that was happening around him that when he scored, he ran straight to the Pusain goalkeeper and started wagging his finger at him because he had come off his line yeah. exactly the same as the Super Bowl keeper was doing. Right. There was no reason to like get annoyed. He didn't get annoyed with the sole keeper on Saturday who came even further off his line. So I felt that the Super Bowl players were just so incensed by, by the goal being chopped off that as long as Pusan kept scoring, they were gonna Did Pusan win. score all four of those? So they scored the first one. Yeah. They both scored the first two, I think, and yeah. then Pusan missed number three. Yeah. And so missed number three. Yes, yeah, Su missed number three. Yeah. Pusan scored number four. Su one missed number four and then Pusan scored number five and that what was it, all over.
1: Do you know who missed for Su Won? Uh,
0: to be honest I can't remember their names, but okay. uh, I, uh, Yeah, I can't remember their names. Um I wasn't the guy with like the mustache is all I can remember. I wasn't actually to, to be honest, I wasn't looking at the names of the people that were missing, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Um, so I, I I couldn't really tell you. Um I mean I think with everything that's happened to Pusan, um, I think you need to be a hard hearted <coughs> Sue One Blue Wings fan to not actually sure. to appreciate and to kind of feel that they deserve their place. Um, the run has been the toughest run of any team in the last like, 10 years has made the final to be honest yeah uh, I mean Seoul and Suwon and Jonham
1: P- um? Pohang did not beat Pohang. Pohang as well so
0: Pohang. Um, did... yeah I want to be beat John Am last round as well I want to say they've, they've beaten 4 classic teams yeah I want to say
1: yeah I'd agree
0: I'm um, sure they beat Pohang before Seoul and they would definitely beat Jonham in the last
1: round so if they get promoted Two-one. they'll be a good shout for the title then uh, yeah unbeaten for the whole season whole of next season
0: and I mean, you've got to look at. It. I guess we'll get to the players when we do the preview of the uh, of the challenge. But you've got to imagine, like, I mean, having watched
1: that last night, they're a tough team to beat. I, I've seen them a few times this season. Just, just one question. So you saw them the week before the manager passed away, right? I did, yes. And then you watched most of last night's game. Yeah. Do they look any different under the whoever's in charge now?
0: To be honest, the game that I saw them down in in, in the Goodog, I thought they were terrible. Okay. Um, to be honest and Sodom should have won that game easy um, they, had, they, they had their keeper to thank definitely uh, in the second half Sodom should have won that game yep. um, so that game I, I, I wouldn't really want to kind of judge them on yep. but the game I saw I saw them at Tantron when I went with the Phantom uh, I would say yeah that's how they, they kind of play that they play that uh, kind of passionate kind of a bit like one did at the beginning last year that I kept talking about yep. you know that kind of they kind of wait um, right, kind of right on top of you Give you no time To kind of Press And uh, They're some really good players I mean They've got the, I mean they've got a couple Of uh, really d- decent players On their team uh, The foreigner Rom- Romario I want to call him But Rom- Romilio Yeah um, they,
1: he, he He's 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 half decent um, So they'll go on to play Ulsan in the final Home and away Home and away Which surely favours Ulsan
0: Yep, uh, I mean I guess, so I guess the, the FA Cup has been made into two legs, you know, recently again, right, yeah. um, and I'm not sure that was because Seoul reached three finals in a row, and other teams thought it was unfair that Seoul were playing in their home stadium, right, um, and still getting three quarters of the stadium, which is kind of a little bit strange when it comes to a final, but anyway, Um so I, I don't know what influenced the decision to put it back onto two legs, but I would have said, had it been a one-leg final, I, th- I think Poussin would have had enough to beat them, but over two legs, you've got a gory favourite Osan.
1: Okay. Gory favourite Osan. Okay. Uh, First leg is in
0: Osan uh, on the 27th of November, and second leg is in the Gudok on the 3rd of December. Okay. <coughs>
1: Excuse me. Um, okay. I'm going to do a quick... Talk about what happened in the, the challenge at the weekend. Not really. No. Do you worry? Uh, so the challenge, yeah. So
0: Saturday was the greatest day uh, in the challenge in the history of the challenge in the short in the short history, as uh, Sue FC uh, with been their who had been poor but who have been bolstered and boosted by signing uh, Joe Quinn of Cope Ridge's son. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: P- popped up the goal with them. Popped up with a goal on Saturdays, did he not? He's a bit young to be popping up with goals right now, but um, in in a few years, um, he uh,
0: not they sorry Suwon FC uh, they beat on one nil very
1: late goal very late
0: goal in fifth minute winner. Um, at the same time, uh, Assam were thrown away a two one lead um over Youngnam to lose three two, so that meant that all Songnam had to do at home to the bottom team of Dejon yep. was win yep. not even attractively not even handsomely not yep. even with five goals just, just grind out, that, grind one, out yeah. that win and God the only thing that was grinding was uh, my teeth <laughs> um, it was horrendous it was the worst 90 minutes and I've seen a lot of poor 90 minutes this season with Nam. that was the worst
1: ok so do you want to tell us what happened nothing there were goals, were there not? So
0: basically, like, <coughs> did not have a shot and target until Dejan took the lead. Uh, Dejan took the lead in the 80th or eighty second minute. Yeah, um, and then, but I mean, Dejan had been, I want to say they've been peppering Kim Dong Jun's goal, but they'd had the best of the play. Uh, they looked the more dangerous of the team, the two teams, to be honest. Sonam looked like a team that was content to play for for a one each draw and then get a breakaway goal in the last couple of minutes. Uh, Dejon scored a bit of a kind of stramash in the box. I'm not really sure. I was at the far away end, so I'm not really quite sure what happened. But ball was swung in, the ball seemed to batter about a little bit. And yeah, like Sonam had been poor since um, Orsolic has been injured. Uh, Sonam had been really poor at the back. It's like, yeah. still the best record in, in, in Korea, only conceding 29 goals in 35 games, is it now? Yeah. Something like 30. No, 35. No, 35, yeah. um, so straight after that as has happened numerous times this season it was almost like Somnham thought oh we could lose this game now and so started attacking yep. uh, Broke out in the box uh, and penalty um, oh this was a penalty right yeah penalty um, Park Songho I think was brought down uh, he got back up dusted himself down and converted the penalty var there's no VR in the challenge no. now there will be next year interestingly <laughs> if you for avid listeners of, of the podcast you guys will know that last year in the last five games after the split Solonheim scored one goal in five games and it was a penalty against Suwon FC
1: yeah.
0: in these last three games Sonam have scored two penalties one against Dejan to uh, equalise one against Anyang to win and missed a penalty against Suwon FC, which resulted in a draw. So the last three games, Solnum have had three penalties, um, and I'm not convinced the one on uh, Sunday was particularly justified, to be perfectly honest. And in actual fact, I may have, or may not have, leaked up
1: and shouted, that's a disgrace you dive in. <coughs> But that point is ultimately meaningless, right? Because
0: yeah, it made no difference, to be perfectly honest.
1: even if there's now... Uh, Songnam are two points ahead of Puchon, right? Yep. So, but even, but their goal difference is so much better, or well, their goals scored, so no? No, nope, but that's the problem. So the problem with Songnam is that in 36 games, Songnam must score 38 goals. Okay. So I think they're... So he's are so saying if Puchon win and Songnam only draw, Puchon
0: yeah, A draw's not enough for, for uh, Songnam, if that's what happens, yeah.
1: Okay. So the, so the problem Plus is the point that... point was quite... Yeah. Well, mm. So fifty-three points.
0: Uh, Asan and Sonam are fifty-three points. Yeah. But Sonam have scored, as I said, there's something thirty-seven goals or thirty-eight goals.
1: Yeah. And Asan
0: have scored like forty-eight. Okay. And Buchan have scored forty-two or something. Okay. Um, so uh, looking at it, so basically when we get the preview, I guess we'll talk about what the games are. But uh, it's a it's a huge point for them, yes. But it's not. In my eyes, it's not enough because a draw against Gyeongnam isn't enough. So, for me, whether they'd lost to Dejeun or drew to Dejeun <coughs> didn't make any difference because I felt they had to go... They'd failing to beat Dejeun meant they had to go to Gyeongnam and win. Yep. And that, that's no easy task, right? Right. Which we'll get to,
1: yeah? So, uh, after that game, good friend of the podcast, Tom, was calling for the resina- resignation of Park... Chung Hoon yep what, what's your opinion on that
0: uh, my opinion on that is regardless of what happens on Sunday he should walk away uh, he's been a disgrace to be honest this yeah. whole season I understand he, he said he's, he, he has, his hands have been tied yeah. in terms of like, having the budget cut and having like Paolo Neko and Dario uh, and Wang Yi Jo sold from under him um, I mean if you look at those four players Neko perhaps not but Paolo Vanujo and Dario, uh, we should be sitting top of the league. We would be those three players alone. Or so let just come on out a really good game. So I mean, like, you know, uh, <clears throat> and I think you know Park ho Kim Dong-chan. Uh, if you if you hadn't lost those players, he, he might have, he might have done better. But it should be noted that he was doing honkingly bad when we had those three
1: players because he wasn't playing them. Yeah. Dario was never playing, and Paulo was sitting on the bench. But would you really want him to leave now and and have someone come in for this last game and any potential playoffs, or would you rather just say sit out the season and then nick uh, off?
0: I mean, my head says sit out of the season and then bugger off. Yeah. And my heart says just go now because you're going to lose the playoffs. Okay. But having been through three managers, uh, sorry, two managers going through the playoffs last year, the guy who got us into the playoff uh, by finishing second, and then the guy who took us through the playoffs. It was like 15 years of age uh, yeah probably changing the manager now is not a good idea but my heart does say uh, he's going to, to lose the playoff the way he's playing is going to elogize the playoff
1: ok ok so while you were uh, cheering on scoring a last minute penalty yep. I was crying conceding a last minute penalty indeed yes uh, did you watch the super match? Uh, I was a of it yeah uh, any, any thoughts? before we get to my thoughts what are your take on anything? Yeah. I'm sure we're going to agree. <laughs> no Both chance. See. Both having um, the rose tinted spectacles of uh, being FC Sol fans on.
0: Uh, so for me, um, what was okay? I felt Sue One took the lead against the dead runner player. Yep. Uh, I thought so was a better team. I thought it was going to matter. I think so had the, but I could be wrong. I think it had the Woodwork twice before Sue won scored. Right? Yeah. Definitely it's once. Two handed once. Right? Yeah. We'll get on to him in a minute. Um, I have a whole separate Sol comment whole separate about him. podcast. Uh, I felt So I felt like It was against The run of play When One scored um, And Yeah I was an, an outrageous goal I don't know if you've watched The replays or not But Basically you know, ball comes in uh, I can't remember the guy's name now one player shot Saved Somewhere. by The keeper And he, he, push, he pushes it back out And it literally just goes As the one player still Still moving forward It just hits him And goes in He made no attempt. He didn't some, try to score on
1: young there right Yeah he young there Something like yeah
0: um, Then I felt um, the first penalty of the two penalties um, was an outrageously poor penalty to, and how VAR how anyone watching it on VAR can give it is completely beyond me and I think that's my problem with VAR if you have an inept referee on the pitch and you have an inept referee in the studio, you're going to get inept decisions yep. and, that, and that's it that, that's all I've got to say about VAR um, I understand why you, might, why you as a soul fan might say it's a penalty but but the, the, the initial tug is outside the box, and if you're pulled back, you cannot fall forward, so he 's pulled back outside the box. It is a foul, because the, there's a tug, it happens outside the box, and he falls dives whatever you want to call it into the box and there's no way that you can see <coughs> are. there's no way that a referee can 't see that on a replay. I understand why it was given the first time i, yeah. don't, I don't have a problem with a referee giving that the first time, I just don't understand how you can then watch VAR and not override it. Okay. And that's what is my That's the pain of everyone that I know who watched that game. Um like non key league team supporting people as well. Then uh Unorock's goal is like the one piece of utter brilliance that, that I've seen from so whole season, I think. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah. I mean I don't know who put the ball into him. I mean the ball in is perfect. Juice Jong I think. Juce Jong, I watched Juice Jong. The, the ball over the top is perfect but the run of Uni you know, Rock uh, Nicole Chung you were right all along it's not because he's handsome uh, he actually does have some talent it's a brilliant one, and he just won. and the ball is so perfect the run is so perfect it doesn't even stop running he just runs right on volleys it and follows the ball right in the back of the net right so he um,
1: sold two and up with about two and up 15-20 minutes 15 ago 15
0: minutes ago yeah um, then then <sighs> then came for me, not a, I'm going to say a game changer, but for me then came a, a strange decision when Wang took off Dehan. I didn't feel there was a
1: real need not for Seoul to like defend a 2-1 lead with five minutes. But he, did you? he brought on another striker, right? It was a straight swap striker. Uh,
0: yeah, he, oh, did he brought on? on
1: Korea's Thier- Thierry Henry, who's just come back from the army. So pa- he had. Pakistan.
0: Okay, that's what I thought I thought he, he so I thought he was a midfielder. So actually. he
1: made th- like three substitutions in in quick su- succession, right?
0: So I thought Quad was a defender, it was a midfielder. That's why I was thinking it's a strange one.
1: Okay, I, I still think it's strange. I mean, like, it's debatable whether he's a striker, but he's definitely not anything else. <laughs> okay, okay. So he's a forward-thinking player. Whether he's actually got the ability or not, is something According else. to the uh, FC Soul app, he's a striker. Yeah. Okay. Forward. So in Van's head, he was making like for like Yeah. Okay, but okay. It was basically just to waste time. Yeah, it was a waste of time, yeah. but still,
0: I think, yeah, okay. Um, then, <coughs> yeah, with 90th minute penalty, uh, when, yeah, I mean, again, like, I understand why the initial penalty was given, but on VAR, I didn't think it was particularly penalty worthy. No, um, Jonathan, Jonathan swings
1: to shoot, and the guy just runs into him. I don't really... It wasn't Jonathan, it was... Was it Jonathan? No, it was a Korean player. Oh, sorry, I thought it was Jonathan. Yeah. Have we watched the same penalty? Yeah,
0: well, I did I saw and what what happens is my replay wasn't a very good then because <laughs> I saw or actually the replay I saw it on was in, in my defence yeah. was on the K League France website who screen it off of a off of highlights, so I didn't actually see it live on the TV at the time.
1: The, I missed it on TV. The Korean player is shaping up to shoot and Im min who's been on as a substitute for about five minutes, um, I don't want to say tussle, but like leans into him and wraps his foot around, gets the ball, clears the ball away, and the the Suwon player's momentum just makes him fall over. That's my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's quite my take on it, but I, bet, I think it was a soft penalty. Um, and I did think that it would be overturned by VAR. When I, I, again, when I saw what was happening... Mm. Jonathan was already holding the ball, and then I looked at the replay on the on K League France Twitter feed. Yep. So at this point, I'm assuming VARs going to overturn it. Yeah. And then next thing I see Jonathan like doing his usual little step back and one up, and I'm like, well, how can VAR not have overturned that, right? And uh, yeah, of course Jonathan scores it.
1: Not a particularly great penalty, um, but that was it. To each. Um, my, my, my take on the the Suwon penalty was. Yes, you see those given from time to time. Um, you're right. On VAR, it looked even more dubious. But I think that the ref, up to that point, had been pretty much—he'd not been calling any of the small fouls, right? He'd been letting things he, flow.
0: He place, to be mm-hmm. I don't think you could—I
1: don't, I don't think you could say he was doing anything consistently. A, there were some nice crunching tackles, which often in K, what we what we often call K League fouls, right? So yeah. It's not given overseas, yeah. but in the K League, given all the time, and he let most of those go. Uh, I know Sue and were pretty unhappy and thought he was favouring Saul in a lot of decisions.
0: I wouldn't i that's what I'm saying. I don't think he was consistently I wouldn't say he was consistently favouring
1: anyone. I think he was just a terrible referee. But to but to sort of ignore a whole bunch of soft fouls for ninety minutes and then give a soft foul in that I was a bit disappointed.
0: I mean th- this is the thing, I mean it's that <coughs> they we can everyone can make mistakes. Like a referee can make a mistake, which is why VAR's there, right? But I don't understand how you can make a mistake and then compound it, right? And then, so that we often hear, you know, that we often hear um, the, the old kind of cliché, you know, boy, oh, he he was looking to even it up. Yeah. Right? You know, we, we talk about that at the, the cup final, right? When Hagi right. was sent off, right? Right. He was looking to even it up, right? That's why the Soren was sent off or vice versa, right? Yeah. Um, but how can you look to even something up when you're the one who's watched a replay? Do you know what I mean? It's right. like, you can't. You can even sum up if you make the the, the initial call wrong, yeah. but if you make the call wrong, they make the call wrong again, and, the and then think, I got that wrong, going we give him a dodgy penalty. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. Especially when you know that you're going to have to watch VAR again. So I don't, I don't know. I don't understand either of
1: the two penalties. To be honest, I don't understand any of them. What well, did you see the? Uh, so that well, that match finished two all. Yep. Uh, so all still two points behind Sue one. Su- At the same time, something happened with Brig, right? Su- uh yeah, Sue Arguably, got the tougher run in.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely.
1: Okay. Um, but did you see the what happened in the the game against Chumbuk? The penalty that they conceded, which was overruled on VAR. Yeah. If you, if, you I haven't see? seen that penalty. No, oh, you've not seen it. I haven't, I haven't seen it. So what happens is the the Kangwon player gets the ball in the area, and he shapes to shoot. No, he doesn't. Sorry. What he does is he, he taps the ball around the, the Chumbuk defender. Uh, at the same time, the Chumbuk defender swinging his leg to try and clear the ball or block the ball, but the, the Kangwon defender is quicker, so the ball's out of the way. Um, his his foot follows through, uh, but the, the Chumbuk fo- the Chumbuk defender's foot has already got got there and is on the ground, so he basically ends up kicking the Chumbuk player's foot. Yes, okay, I have seen this, and then follows through because obviously once his once the Kangwon players. Foot hits the Chumbuk player's leg, his momentum carries him forward and he falls over, so the penalty's given. The referee goes over and watches it and decides that it's a foul on the Chumbuk defender because the uh, the Kangwan defenders kicked the, the Chumbuk defender's foot. Yeah, I don't I don't his, know I. I mean, technically, yes, he did kick the, the Chumbuk defender's foot. nothing. But that's because the Kangwan player was quick, moved the ball out of the way, and the defender was but coming with the late challenge.
0: <sighs> this isn't the thing, I mean, Var was supposed to help. Um, the referees and don't you think it's actually hind- do you think it's making it worse because you are compounding their mistakes by having a look at it and then realising it was a mistake but still going ahead with it anyway because it makes them look even worse <laughs> I mean it's Korean culture right so you know that if, if, if you give a penalty and then you watch VAR and you change your mind that that's you, you're getting like demoted
1: to like, like the W League right it'd be interesting to see like what percentage of decisions yeah. get changed on, the, on VAR I mean if you look
0: at like, if you look at everyone who's following K-League who's going to games regularly you know you've got like, your Matt Benz, your Ryan Walters Paul Nates, Scotty you've got Luke from Inshon you know you've got more than so who's watching the games sorry Tim Barnes who's watching the games regularly they all have the same opinion on VAR and that is that and they're all from different teams they, I mean it's not just like one team well Luke thinks it's one team but it's not just one team that's getting penalised it's like Nobody thinks this, that this system is working, and you get the feeling that it was rushed in because Korea wanted to be one of the first ones to, to have the VAR system. And I don't think the, the referees are trained already. and ready. Uh, and I don't think, as a system, it's obviously not working.
1: Okay. Um, and I'm not sure
0: why it was in the FA Cup. Uh-huh. That's all I want to say as well. I don't. I thought it was just a K
1: League thing. Okay. Um, so, at the time. Of Chumbuk's, or the Kangwon's penalty they were losing one nil. Yep. They could have equaled it up. Instead, so yep. they went on to lose four nil. Yep. Um, Chumbuk basically won the title now. Uh, if
0: they get a draw,
1: they need. I think they need a one point from their last one point from their last. Well, um, <coughs> anyway, they can win it this weekend. They can right win now. this
0: week against Jeju
1: right? Yeah. Chumbuk, in, in right? Jeju,
0: in Dronberg, sorry.
1: Last weekend, Cheju went to. No, they were home against Ulster and won. Yep. Well, away Ulster, Well they played Ulster and won.
0: I mean, Gigi are still keeping up the pretense of a challenge, but it's John Brooks' title. I mean, it's been John Book's title since week week three, basically. To be perfectly honest, again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say this year the league is the tightest uh, top and bottom that. I remember it being, I mean, it was probably, it was it was pretty, it was fairly tight last year, but towards the end, it really was only So and, and John you know, after the points and stuff like that, right? But right now, technically, I mean, there's like, you know, Ulsan, Suwon, and Seoul that are all vying for the like two ACL spots. Yep. And um, Jeju looked to have second place wrapped up. Yep. And at the bottom, Daegu looked to be out of danger now because they're five points clear of Jonam. Now, so if it's John it's going to be the ones who, who are going to be in the playoffs,
1: right? John Hammers doing a, a song, name, right? Yeah. Just getting humped. Humped by centre. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not scoring, nothing at all. Like just getting, well, they're scoring, but just not. I mean, John Ammer in a downward spiral. And this is always a problem because they're in a downward spiral. They're winning the challenge playoffs in an upward spiral. Is that right? <laughs> is that yeah. proper English? Upward uh, curve. <laughs> yeah. And when they meet, the challenge team wins.
1: Yeah. Um, Ian still bottom.
0: Uh, Gwangju's and still bottom up Gwangju bottom yeah. but there's only I think there's I want to say there's four points between Gwangju <coughs> and uh, Am, and then one point between Am and Incheon Sangju and then a couple of points between them and Daegu, and,
1: and then Pohanga for clear Pohanga safe yeah 46 points or something like that so where's your money?
0: to be honest I haven't I haven't really watched I'll be I haven't really watched a lot of classic games or as many classic games this year as I normally would have done, to be honest. Um, but, look, uh, had you asked me a few weeks ago, I would have said Sandy were dead setters for the playoff spot because they, they were going to lose all their players. Uh, but, I think, I think joining them have lost all their confidence and I think that's, that's way more important. Granted, they played Pohang first, they were flying high, um, but, they, they look all over the place right now. They don't look like, like a team that can beat anybody. Okay. So, on to...
1: won't get relegated
0: automatically. Yeah. I mean, Kim Hackbum is good, but he's not a miracle worker. Yeah. Uh, But, um, I would say, John, I'm
1: in the playoff. Okay. So, on to winners and losers of the week. Okay. Um, Who was your winner of this week? Uh, So, my winner uh, of this
0: week was the company that sponsors VAR because it's been in the news all week. So whoever makes it, yep. uh, they're getting. <laughs> there is no such thing as negative press. Okay. Um, so whoever makes that system, uh, and it's probably Hyundai, um, <laughs> is getting a whole lot of positive... <laughs> oh, sorry, I like A whole lot of exposure in, in, in the media. Uh, from a footballing point of view, uh, I would say the winner um, is ha- has got to be um, Pusan, obviously, okay, uh, yeah. for getting in the final... Uh, and here's
1: what the winner ok uh, for me the winner was um I think the K League as a whole ok because as you said there's no such thing as negative publicity so I have to believe that the increased articles and things about VAR although a lot of fans are saying they don't want to watch football anymore it's going to <laughs> yeah, at least increase the profile of the K League ok Okay, uh, loser of the week. Yeah, who's your loser? Sue won, I guess. Okay. Um. They didn't play very well in the super match. Yep. They okay. did get that draw, which was like their cup final, celebrating. And then they went into their second cup final and lost it. Lost it. Yep. And in the best way possible for a solo fan.
0: Yep, I would. I would agree. Uh, loser of the week. Uh, for me, it was tough. It was between one of two. Uh, I'm going to say Songnam is the second loser of the week yep. uh, because not as in second level for me right not the top loser of the week uh, second place loser of the week because there's a the <coughs> chance to be in the playoffs and now they've blown it and now you have the most difficult task of going to Gyeongnam and they don't believe they a team that's capable of scoring or doing anything to be perfectly honest yep. but the loser of the week is Park Dong. For being an outrageous—don't swear—an outrageous, don't swear, an outrageous um, idiot with his disgraceful, utterly disrespectful, vile almost celebrations uh, after the penalty, sinking to his knees as if he'd won an Olympic gold medal for something, uh, and then you see his team crash out before he even took a chance—he even had the chance to to impact on the penalty shootout. For me, it makes him the loser of the week.
1: Okay. Right, um, well, we've been talking a little bit about VAR. I guess it's time, good good opportunity to introduce our, this week's K League Classic moment. Yep, the K Classic. Yep, um, which kind of involves VAR, but not. It does, yeah, and kind of,
0: well, it definitely involves FCSO, I guess, right? Um,
1: yeah, so. So, yeah,
0: so, this is basically an incident way back in
1: 2011. Yep, when we're still doing a top six playoff, right? Okay. Where sixth played fifth. To go on to play fourth, etc., yep. etc. Et
0: okay, so the idea was that even if you were like John Book and you'd won the league, you then have to have a playoff system to see if you actually deserve to win the league that you'd won the league. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get how playoffs <laughs> to win the league actually work. But anyway. The Japanese system's a little bit different, I guess, but in Korea I don't think I don't think it worked, right?
1: They they yeah. Well let's not get into that. Yeah.
0: So basically uh, th- these were the playoffs, right? Yeah. So two thousand eleven playoff. Um, so where has Seoul finished?
1: Um I wanna say they'd finished th- they finished third or fourth I think. Okay, I can't be sure but
0: And so the match was involving uh Seoul versus Ulsan. Ulsan, okay. And took place
1: at Sangam. At Sangam, right. Okay. And the final score of that match? Uh Seoul lost three one to crash out of the playoffs. Okay.
0: <coughs> and then um, what is that going to do with VAR? I mean, like, why is that like, why is that a VAR moment? Like, why is it very important that we talk about this?
1: <laughs> because um, at the time, this was when they had the, the six six referees. So you got your two linesman, yep. your fourth official, main official, and then the guy behind each goal to judge whether it crossed the line. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh, okay. Uh,
1: and at some point, uh, Dayan, uh, I think Molina, punted the ball forward, uh, and maybe you remember Isanguel. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He played for Songnam at some point as well, didn't yeah. he? Uh, he flicked it on. Uh, very, almost unnoticeably. So I think he was challenging the uh, Ulsan defender and he fl- flicked it on. Dayan ran forward uh, and volleyed it in the net. And everyone's cheering. Uh, this happened at the, uh, the North Stand goal. Okay. What was the score at this point? Well, that, I don't know. Okay. Um, but, um, the Ulsan players were... Appealing for offside because Dan was uh, a couple of meters in front of the last man. Okay. Uh, the linesman, if we when we watched the replay, the linesman had actually flagged to play on, saying he wasn't offside. Okay. But when you see the replay, in reality, he was way offside. Okay. And the the theory is is that the the linesman had been watching whether Dan was onside or offside when Molina punted it forward, and therefore he missed Hill's flick on, which was was like a break. Um, almost, it was really unnoticeable in, in, the, in the, the the replay. Okay. Um, but flicked it on because Dan had run forward when Molina kicked it. Uh, the, so when, he was fl- when the ball was flicked on, it was well offside. But nobody knew that until the sixth referee behind the goal saw the replay on the big screen at yeah. Sagam and drew it to the attention of the referee. At which point, the referee discussed it with his uh, official. It was a long just talk and ended up disallowing the goal. Okay. Uh yes, technically, Dejan was offside, but according to the rules of the game, there was no VAR mm. or anything, so as unjust as it might have been, the goal should have stood according to competition rules.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's no if there's no um, VAR in place at that point, then you can't really just suddenly invent it. Right. for the sake of, oh, at this point, i just seen on the replay there that he's offside, so I'm going to chop it off, right? Right. I mean, had the, f- the fourth, o- the sixth official just merely said, by the way, I thought he was offside, then the referee could have called over the other assistant, but they, 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 the common <coughs> train of thought is that the, f- the sixth referee went, no, 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 I just saw the replay, and that's why it was offside, right? Not I thought it was offside, but in yeah. the replay, I saw offside, yeah. yeah so, so pre even pre-Var Var was shit <laughs> <laughs> ok some interesting uh, points in, in that game uh, as well just but b- we're talking about the match there were two Colombians playing one for each team Yeah. Uh, obviously you mentioned Molina um, he also played for for Songnam Yeah. Uh, won the ACL
1: are you going to ask me who the other one was I'm not
0: going to ask you the other one was now, but <laughs> no but um, what I'm going to say is like uh, how like, looking at your team now if you think about you know the team that kind of uh would you welcome you welcome Dayan back? Would you welcome Molina back to your team? N- not now he's five years older. I just mean like that same Molina.
1: Do I do I miss 2011's Molina? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. I think yeah, 2000 Molina combining with Dayan was a, a good combination. Okay. Uh, he started to go on. He started to go downhill from there uh, to a far greater degree than Dayan did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think he stuck around probably a season too long. Okay. But when he first came to Seoul, him and Dan were absolutely lethal together. Okay. So uh, yes, I would take him back.
0: Take him back. Okay. Um, a lot of the comments at that time were that Che was not a big game manager. That he tended to bottle big, big matches. He bottled. Uh, back then there was a League Cup final, the FA Cup
1: final. He bottled Champions
0: League matches. That, Is that was, something that, that,
1: that you would have agreed with. Yeah, that was the year that the, that Seoul crashed out of the Champions League in the quarter final to a team from I want to say the UAE or maybe Qatar, one of those two. Yep, and I mean, it what was it, you're talking about? And it was they weren't a very good team, but just Seoul. I think they they went to the Middle East. They conceded a ninety min, 90th minute goal, which meant they either drew or. Lost, narrow, I don't, don't remember the score, but yeah, they conceded a goal in ninety in the ninetieth minute in the Middle East, and then that team came to Seoul for the second leg. Seoul didn't perform at all and crushed out. in yeah. Then two and years later, made the final. Yeah, but yeah, I think me and the Phantom both at that time said that Cheo basically bottled most of the big games that he was involved in. Uh, he wasn't very inspiring his team talk. So Seoul would play quite well in the first half. to yeah. so Come out for the second half and be absolute rubbish. Um and now of course a lot of fans are anti Huang and sort of saying we're well, Ch- 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 is chasing around doing nothing so bring him back. Uh,
0: and that was my next question and my next thing no. I, d- I, b- I was gonna ask. No. Cheer or Huang.
1: Uh Che Ch- or Huang?
0: Yeah. Would you get your Huang out or get or keep your cheer? out?
1: Um if I if if it's A or B.
0: Yeah, it's A or B, Paul, yeah. <laughs> I
1: dunno. If you Chase <coughs> Che was boring, but he got better results than Huang. Yep. I think okay. so. I guess I have to go with Che. Che, okay. but in relative, if, if I wish Huang would leave, but I don't want Che to come back. Okay, so
0: you just it's, just, it's more like get Huang out, basically. I want Dayan. You want Dayan in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, Dayan seems to think he's captain, manager, referee, and everything else when he's on the pitch, right? Yeah. I understand that at the end of the game, uh, he didn't so much refuse to sign autographs but he couldn't because his, his right hand was still hurting from the fact it was it was raised for 85 minutes, right?
1: <laughs> As he progressed every card.
0: Never met, I'm never likely to move on. Uh,
1: what if he would come on the podcast for an interview? Would you be professional?
0: I, if he came if you, if you on the podcast for an interview, I'd drop a box of kimchi in my foot <laughs> just before it. <her. laughs> well, I mean, fair play if he did, but he's never going to. Um, <laughs> so, um, it's just, I have one of those. There are. There's a few things I have. A, there's a few pets I have in football. And one of them is players who who, <coughs> who, who gesture for cards. Yeah. You know, that's a referee's job. If the referee thinks it's a foul, a yellow card, a red card, whatever. And by no manner of means is he the only one or the worst. But he does it all the time. D- did he do it in the super match? He did, and the guy got booked. Okay. Uh, happy through the first half, uh, there was a. Was he even a crunching challenge? on Deha, and then he jumped up, and then he just started waving the card, and the referee just went, oh, yeah, yeah, but gave my a yellow card. I don't even think the referee even knew what he was booking. Um, so, he's he's not the worst, he just he just does it a lot. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: I, so I think they should be stopped in the modern game, yeah? Okay.
1: Uh, I would like to talk about something else other than VAR this, yep. this week, but uh, our segment where we look at what the Korean fans are moaning about this week... Is VAR? It's clearly about VAR. Okay. A lot of fans uh, saying... As, as we said, that it's supposed to solve problems, but it's creating more issues, more, more uh, controversy. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's really anything s- to say that we haven't already said, so quite happy to move on from that. OK,
0: uh, one small thing. Uh, Kaelic United yep. uh, put up a poll saying, would you have foreign referees, or should we have foreign referees, at the very least, manning the VAR?
1: Manning the VAR?
0: Or just in the Kaelic in general. Should you have foreign referees? But Just <coughs> quickly, yes or no? No. No, okay. Um, they, they did it
1: in the past for various big matches, right? Yep. Uh, they're doing that in China at the moment, and I think it's not going as well as they hoped. <laughs> it's not going well
0: at all as far as I'm aware in China. Uh, I would also say no, because there was a referee strike in Scotland several years ago, yeah. uh, and they brought in foreign referees, and they were no better than the Scottish referees.
1: Well, I, I think we often comment that the, the, the K League is quite different to, hmm. the, to the EPL. So let's say you bring in English referees. Uh, it's going to take a couple of weeks for both sides to get used to each other. Yeah. Um, so certainly I wouldn't bring it in at this late stage of, stage of the game. Okay. Um, talking of foreign foreign referees, uh, there's a couple of referees who officiated a game abroad. Did you see that? I did see
0: that. A couple of Korean referees that went overseas, right?
1: Yeah. They go to England for some referee training. Okay. Uh, and they asked. They requested to be allowed to referee a game in England, so they could see what it was all about. So they refereed some game, at, I think level 11 of the football pyramid. Yeah. Which was some kind of local Manchester league. Yep. Um, there wasn't. I haven't seen any highlights or any any comments about whether it went well or not.
0: I just I just saw the photographs before the game. Uh, I didn't see any 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 comments of how it went, but yeah, the guy. Football went internationally, as as someone says. Yeah, yeah
1: uh, but it's an interesting thing to to do, I guess. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think, uh, yeah, I think it's quite interesting. If, you, if you're going to go and be trained in a country, you should. Yeah, I'm all for them actually refereeing a game and seeing what's actually like. You know, okay, it's eleventh tier, but <laughs> I think it's still a good, a good a good opportunity for them to see what it's like picking a referee that that temperament, those kind of players, in those kind of situations, maybe less diving and so on stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Less diving, more swearing, probably.
0: Probably, yeah, but he probably didn't quite grasp the swear words. So,
1: okay. Um, and the other sort of interesting news I saw this week was from Saudi Arabia. Okay. Not really in our 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 beach, shall we say? But um, given that we had a lot of talk about the, the failings of the the uh, Korean national team, obviously Saudi national teams. Not the strongest in the world either, but yep. they've come up with a plan to sort of try and prepare their players for the World Cup. Uh, did you see this? I haven't, no. Okay, so their plan is to identify their what their World, squad, world Cup squad of 20 Havocmen is going to be, and in January, come the January transfer window, they're going to loan them all out to Europe, to various European teams, so they're going to play from January to, to the end of May in Europe.
0: That is ridiculous. I, w- <laughs> I'm sorry. but what? Um, how do you, how do you garner interest in your national team when all the players that are going to be in your national team are playing at a different time zone when, in different. countries?
1: <laughs> well, we know that from Korea that it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work, right? <laughs> and loaning learning your uh, best players out to sit on the bench in Europe doesn't seem to be working for the Korean national team. So yeah,
0: I, I mean the only way that would work is if they were loaned out and guaranteed a, a starting place and of course they're not going to be so yeah there's no way that's going to work so, so I mean, that's a bad idea
1: we'll uh, keep keep an eye on what happens there
0: but why don't they just do the same as what Scotland do and just
1: don't bother trying to qualify <laughs> it the pain the other thing uh, one, one last thing I want to talk to you about is have you seen uh, in the US in the uh, Major League Soccer in the USA they're currently in their playoff th- phase mm-hmm. uh, have you seen any of the, the news about Atlanta uh, so I saw some tweet but was that some debate Atlanta I don't really know 85,000 turned up or something Should yes major league record of 70 something thousand Yeah. but um, Atlanta this, this is their first season so they only they were only formed sometime last year okay. and this is their first year of playing uh, and if you look they start off with the same kind of objectives that Elon had like do well, create big crowds. Yeah, but they've succeeded. So, so it's all Elan's fault. In in their first year, they've got averaging forty-eight thousand, which incredible, right? which I saw in the world is like the twenty-second best average crowd this year in right. the world. I mean, I guess
0: it was just like maybe. It's, I mean, what, is there nothing else there? Is there no?
1: There's a, an American football team. Because it must There's be like a Atlanta, Al- Atlanta Fulton, Falcons are yep. there. There must be
0: a... Um, a, ba- a baseball team, right? And a, and a basketball and team. Uh,
1: Braves? Yeah, a, Ma- Braves sounds about right. Is that baseball? Anyway, there's there's a couple of other... A fair play. I mean, like, it's unusual,
0: especially when you have, like, you know, what, what, what was the... What was it <coughs> the game that David Beckham tried to set up? I don't know if that, if that Miami. actually happened. Yeah, Miami, Miami, right. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know how, if anything happened with them. Okay, I do know that... I think, is that Father Father John is from, is from Atlanta, I think. Because yeah. I think he was the one who tweeted about the 79,000 or the 80,000 crowd or something.
1: Yeah. But um, people are always saying about the failure of marketing of the K-League and
0: yeah, new I teams mean,
1: and etc. so it could be a good case study to look at.
0: I think the thing is, one of the biggest problems that the K-League has it is its lack of marketing. I mean, it, it doesn't... I mean, I get a text from Songnam before every single game, but... I mean,
1: I know Soul did that and stopped. I don't know if they started it again. They, they texted me about like all the free tickets I've built up that I'm not using, and yeah. like we we knew that Osmar wasn't going to play last Saturday because they texted a couple of days before saying he was going to do a, a sign a sign away. Okay. So
0: I mean, they, their marketing's not great, and I think until they get that sorted, then then we're always going to be in a situation with the crowds. I mean, there's other reasons <coughs> as why which we could talk all night about, but.
1: Just, just one quick point. Uh, I don't know what Celtic. I, I assume Celtic do a lot of community work in Glasgow, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. Certainly, sending players out to the kids' hospital yeah. and, and and various events like that. We don't really see anything like that from Kaylee, from Kaylee clubs, do we? I mean, if it
0: happens, it, it
1: it doesn't seem to make the news. It doesn't seem to make Twitter or like any social media. If it right. does happen, so but if it happens, you don't really see it. Thing, if, if it was happening, they'd talk about it because. They'd be saying like, oh, Diane went to yeah. the hospital in Etihad. Yeah, think so,
0: but it not seem to, Met right?
1: kids with cancer and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. and try and raise their profile that way. So,
0: but it doesn't seem to happen, right? Although I do know that for the match against uh, Jeju, uh, John Booker got given away four thousand uh, sleeping sleeping masks. <laughs> just, just so you know. Is that uh, yeah, sure there is no stroke is. Sure. I'm dad. sure you being serious. So <laughs> no, I'm being serious. There can be four thousand 4, of those. That were sleeping masks that you wear on planes. Okay. Um, I would going to ask for during the game or for the hangover the next day. I'm unsure where the idea comes from, but, but I saw that tweet today and it just kind of made me laugh. That the K League is promoting the K League by giving away something that allows you not to watch the K League. <laughs> you know I mean? <clears throat> um, okay. okay. I think that's all the. Yep, so I guess the only other thing left is previews then? Yep. Okay, uh, let's start with the classic, because the, the, the big weekend is obviously uh, in the challenge. We've touched upon the fact that John can win the title. Yeah. Is there anything else to even talk about?
1: Uh, if Seoul are going to make a, a proper challenge to finish either third or fourth, it's got to start this weekend.
0: got to be this weekend home to Osan. Yep. Got to beat them. Yep. Anything other than a victory, and you're looking at Seoul... So, needing other teams to beat Suwon right. to make. I mean, this is your, you, know, you beat Ulsan, and Ulsan are within range not just Suwon, right? But if Ulsan win that game, then you're really only looking at displacing Suwon, yep. right? Cause,
1: because Ulsan have lost both their games so far. Yeah. So. And I'm not sure Suwon are looking like they're going to make. Well, Suwon have still got to play Cheju and Chumbuk, so they've got a tough run in. Yeah. So, theoretically. Both away as well, I think, right? Yeah. I th- I think they probably are. Yeah. Whereas Seoul have got home to Ulsan, away to Kangwon, Taiwan. and then home to Jeju last. Yeah. So they theoretically ought to be pushing for ni- seven to nine points. <coughs> yeah. And potentially they should be sight- setting their sights on third and not having to worry about Ulsan winning the FA Cup yeah. to qualify yeah, for, for yeah. the ACL.
0: So basically right now, uh, yeah, Ulsan are setting four points ahead of Seoul. Yeah. So if Seoul were to win on Saturday, then that's only one point. All seven win on Saturday.
1: That's seven points, and okay, that's that game of bogey then, right? Yeah. So if if, if Seoul win on Saturday, third's achievable. Yep. If Seoul <coughs> if Seoul lose on Saturday, third is mathematically impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it has it has to be Suwon. So but for me, the last two games uh, against Chumbuk... So we we had Yi Hee come back from Sangju, and he slotted back into the central defence. Mm-hmm. And against Chumbuk, he. The, the two central defenders completely marshalled Wookie and Gookie and um Edo and Lopez and yeah. the guy, uh, and against Sue one 2 for the most part Jonathan didn't look that dangerous yeah he I got loose agree. he got loose a couple of times but for the most part the defence looked pretty good even if they did concede two goals
0: yeah I'd agree with that though
1: yeah so that's looking good um so, And I think Seoul played pretty well in both games And if they actually had a decent striker With a bit of pace They would have won both games But okay. they don't So we're stuck with what we're stuck with
0: A lot of talk about new players coming in In the, in the close season for Seoul Rumours are Jair from Jonam okay. And Thai Internationalists I saw that one lo- Trying to
1: loan some guy
0: from yeah, Thailand Interestingly If the Thai Internationalist comes in He takes the Asian spot So does Khalid get the, get the boot? and after a year comes in does Kova get the boot? We'll, we'll see I mean I'm just just kind of thrown it out there
1: two who definitely are getting the boot is Im Young ju and Ju Sejong, who are up to the police yeah to, off to Asan.
0: yep I guess they obviously think Asan may be somewhere
1: else <laughs> ok
0: ok um, so yeah uh, in the relegation group well I, I guess we've kind of we haven't really discussed but Jeju Dromboke uh, and Home with Jeju which I think we talked about with the masks uh, and Suwon on Sunday are at home to Gangwon obviously. Um, relegation Group on Saturday, we had the big one, the huge one. Sangju are at home to Jeonnam. Okay. Uh, I think if Sangju were to win that, then Jeonnam can just kind of like kiss the kiss the challenge hello. Okay. Um, Pohang are at home to Daegu, but there, as I said, already, I think both those teams are pretty safe. And Incheon at home to Gwangju. Could we see Gwangju mathematically related this this weekend? Uh, if they were to lose and John Hamm were to win,
1: that would be a seven-point gap. So yes. Okay. But I don't think they'll lose. <laughs> and okay. you don't think John Hamm will win? I don't think John Hamm will win. So yeah. So it could be
0: a one-point gap. Yeah. So I mean, there's a four-point gap right now. So if Grangegory were to get a draw and John to lose, then yeah, it's all all to play for when they play each other, right? <coughs> okay. And down in the challenge. in the challenge, this weekend. Last weekend of the challenge, well, last weekend before the playoffs, um, we're just talking about the games that actually matter, of which there are three.
1: Okay. Um, Yep, three. Have have Kyungnam received their trophy yet, or will they receive it this weekend? Uh, I'm going to say they'll receive it this weekend. Okay. Because I actually haven't seen any of those mad
0: photographs. Okay, uh, I'm going to receive we'll it this we can. So yeah, they'll receive it uh, against us. Um, and you're obviously going down. So I'm I'm going to I'm I'm weighing it up. i my decision tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so the game's are on Sunday. Um, so basically, yeah, it's Gyeongnam versus uh, Songnam.
1: Are they playing it at Changwon? their, Changwon. their main home stadium. Yeah, I'm taking it yeah. on the road for Changwon.
0: Yeah. Changwon football Complex.
1: Lo- lovely stadium.
0: I haven't been so that's why I'm thinking about going down. And um, bus at 9am. So we'll see. Um, the problem with that is that I, I just don't think some of them can get a, a result down there. I think their best will get a draw. I, I can't see them getting anything other than a draw. Okay. So I think that's. I think it's, it's a long journey down to, to see what literally it is just watch watch my cell phone for, for the other results. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pusan, sorry, Asan. Because yeah. Pusan Are finished second. Yeah. Uh, Asan travel to Pusan. Okay. Um, where Asan obviously a victory, they're definitely in the
1: playoffs. Uh, I draw and they're almost certain in the playoffs yeah Pusan will be potentially tired from playing yeah. 120 minutes midweek yeah, you'd think so yeah you think so um, so basically like, Asan have scored 43 goals um,
0: so they're kind of was- definitely safe from like um, I mean unless Songnam number it draws 6 each with Yonam and Asan drew nothing each with Pusan then that's not going to really change right <laughs> Um so, in terms of that, and really just needed it a draw, and they're in their home and dry. Okay. Um, they're, well, not really, I mean, technically not, right, but uh, Butchon, uh they travel to Eland, which is why I'm weighing up what to do. Um, so, Butchon had the easiest of the three tasks, n- no disrespect, uh, Dan and Jamie, <coughs> yeah, they have the easiest of the three games, obviously. Yeah. Um, so Butchon had 51 points and has scored 48 goals. So, and technically, if they, were, if they win, they'll go 54 points. Yeah. Uh, if Songnam draw, they'll be on 54 points, but it'll be 10 goals less. Just sitting right now. Yeah. Uh, which meant if Asan drew, uh, they would be on 54 points be uh, five goals less than Butchon. So, so, so Butchon, Butchon would, would go third. Go third. Asan would be fourth. Songnam would be fifth. So if there's one. So many, but this go with this one because likely Asan draw, Songnam draw, Butchon win. Then it's Butchon uh, third, Asan fourth, Songnam fifth.
1: Park Kyung-hoon, bye bye. You you wouldn't begrudge Poochon making the playoffs, would you? Obviously at Songnam's expense, you wouldn't be happy. But
0: I mean, I think Butchon they made it last year and uh, ultimately lost uh, in the semi-final to Kangwon Taiwan, yeah. Um, so, can they go one stage further? I don't know. I mean, the thing about Butchon is that, I think, I said this the other week, earlier in the week, for me Butchon played the best football in the, in the challenge. Uh, they're the, the most free-flowing, the most attacking team, and I think they're a better team than Gyungnam. Um, but they horrifically inconsistent, though. Yeah, horr- horrifically inconsistent. Lost a
1: lot of games, and they?
0: they and they leave a the defence wide open because they're always attacking. Okay. Uh, so because of that, that's why they are where they are. And yep. um, in one-off games, <coughs> based on what I've seen in one-off games, Buchan for me would be the team that will actually represent the challenge. If they make the playoffs, I think they'll be uh, they would beat Asan or Sol-Nam and potentially. But Busan's mind on the FA Cup final, maybe beat Busan as well. Okay. Um, so, that's why I'm thinking, probably for me, this weekend, I will probably go to Jam Show With young Jamie. Well, Jamie's flying home to Scotland tomorrow. Ah, right. That's why he couldn't podcast this week. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll probably go to, to Eland, uh, and basically that way I can... Watch the game where the game a game matters, a score matters, right? If England win it, I can jump about celebrating like crazy. If Butcher win it, I can watch
1: my phone for wherever the song score is. You're going to be that guy, sitting at one game and watching another game on your phone. Basically, yes. (laughs) Uh, Because the thing is, if I go to
0: Gyeongnam, I know we're going to, I know we're not going to win the game, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to be sitting constantly watching what's the boots on score. So So I may as well just flip it around.
1: Whichever game you're going to go to, you're going to be watching the other game on your phone. So you may as well save your money and time. Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically.
0: So because of that reason, uh, the actual music is fair weather fan. No, I'm joking.
1: (laughs) Just just for completeness sake, what are the other two games? Anyang versus... (laughs) uh, That's a good point. i never even looked at them, Paul. Uh, I think it's Suwon. I think
0: Anyang travelled to Suwon. Yep, Anyang travelled to Suwon. Uh, which then obviously means
1: that Ansan travel to Dejan, but all meaningless, completely. Were meaningless. they not supposed to be introducing relegation into the challenge at some point next season? Oh, next season. Next,
0: well, that's what they alleged, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, interestingly, there is still no, there's still no official announcement from, as, as far as I'm aware, anyway, uh, from the on, on two things actually from the K League, on whether or not. Asan, if they had to win everything, and when they play a final, if they would be allowed up, yeah. we believe that the reason why they didn't get up last year was the, was the politics because Ansan wanted the, their, their own team, yeah. and wanted to transfer the place to Ansan Greeners, right? Yeah. Which was the only reason that Asan didn't get up. Yeah. So, uh, if that stands and if that is true, then uh, yeah, of, of course Asan could end up in the in the in the classic. Not sure where I stand on the army and the police both being in the top league to be, I'm not sure where I stand with that to be honest okay. but and then the second thing the second thing uh, is after rumours at the beginning of the season that there was a stadium was sitting waiting and ready in Yongin for Yongin FC yeah. uh, Jeju nothing has been confirmed right yeah. about Jeju right. leaving people right
1: right I don't think dang that can't happen now you'd imagine so, well this is done on a contract, right? They have a contract with Cheju until December. I've not seen anything saying they've signed something to extend the contract, yeah. so they'll stay in Cheju next year. Um, the last I heard, they hadn't, they hadn't even started negotiating. Yet. Yeah,
0: so it's still possible then that Jeju could move to
1: Yongin, right? Or anywhere, actually. They got to yeah. s- uh, They got to sign a contract that they're going to either stay in Cheju, go to Yongin, go to wherever. Yeah.
0: So interesting because I mean, yeah. And we've been to a, the crowds at Jesu are so poor that you would wonder if if the club are, the club the, the stadium are willing to keep it going. You know I mean, because like, I'm not sure they're making any money. Maybe even Sue one and Soul John Book are in town, but for that twice a season, six times a season, it's not probably not worth it to keep the keep the White Elephant going, right?
1: Yeah. So time for the outro. Time for the outro. What have you picked? Elephant Stone by the Stone Roses. Because, because then having a
0: national stadium in Jeju is like a white elephant.
1: Okay, sounds good. See you next week. See you next week.